Oh, thank you, Nessie Time. Nessie Time said, ride or die, girl. Uh, all right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time uh, hearing my voice or seeing my face and you're like, who's this lady on the internet or on the podcast or however you're consuming this media, uh, why is she Why is she around? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. Uh, what that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have uh, articles of incorporation, making sure you have your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, contracts for partners and clients so you don't get stuck holding the bag, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, and hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination, all right? Uh, these are all the things that I help you with. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm really happy you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting with a specialization in business formation. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, uh, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, okay? So that is why I am here. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for you know some legal guidance, you're, not, you're like, I don't know how to do all this paperwork. Somebody help me, please. That is what I am here for. Okay, I want you to connect with me. Hello, Kels Butter. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, Hasten C39, and book yourself a free 15-minute consultation today if you're a first-time client. Uh, if you also at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live broadcast, you can catch up at your leisure. And last but not least... It is where you can uh, get your lovely NPL Legal Dish merch, your t-shirts, your mugs, okay? You know you want them. Me and Nessie Time from Rise of Dark Dawn Design, you know, we collaborated. We brought this to life. Go get yours, all right? Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. All right. Uh, but that is enough um, uh, housekeeping Let's get to the reason why we are here for the show, okay? Just in case somebody's watching down the line and they're like, I don't know what's happening here. Somebody give me a clue. Here's how the show works. I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories that you lovely people send me. Anywhere I find inspiration, anywhere I find stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, uh, I bring them to you guys. We discuss the facts and um, we pull the lessons that they have for us, all right? So this is the time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. I want your comments. I want your questions, as long as they're respectful. I will be asking you to give me some emojis. Give me some, give me, you know, give me your comments, your ideas, what you think. So stay ready, unless you're driving. If you're driving, keep your hands on those wheels, please. All right? Okay. Uh, so... Trying to think, did I miss anything? 
Yeah, no. Okay, so we are going to jump right into our stories today. All right. Um, first story tonight. If you have ever seen the movie Ad Astra, A D A S T R A, Ad Astra, please give me a spaceship emoji. Some type of some type of emoji having to do with space. Uh, Ad Astra was a film that came out in 2019. It is a sci-fi pick um, about Hey IPC8. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, yes, Ad Astra is a 2019 science fiction film uh, that stars Brad Pitt. Um, the premise is that soldiers lead a mission, a soldier leads a mission to the edge of space, or the edge of the solar system, I should say, to learn the truth about uh, his father's disappearance, and then finds an alien energy on, uh, you know, his father's ship that threatens um, the Earth. Thank you, Cynthia39. You saw Ad Astra. What did you think of the movie Ad Astra, Cynthia39? Did you like it, or did you not like it? If you liked Ad Astra... Cynthia39, give me a thumbs up. If you did not like it, give me a thumbs down, okay? Um, while Cynthia39 gives us his Siskel and Ebert review of Ad Astra, I'm going to... She said it's strange. Okay. I'm going to tell you while we're talking about this, okay? So there is a gentleman by the name of Madison Jones. Um, he, in 2014, wrote a screenplay called Cosmic Force. Um, the screenplay's plot similar, uh, was very similar to the plot of Ad Astra. Since you're 39, you have, said you have to watch Ad Astra multiple times. Okay, well, <clears throat> long movie. Madison, okay, so Madison wrote a screenplay called Cosmic Force. Um, the, again, the plot, the plot, uh, the plot is very similar to Ad Astra. Ad Astra came out in 2019. Now, in 2015 and 2016, Madison Jones actually sat down with people from uh, 20th Century Fox and CAA, which does casting, um, and shared his screenplay for Cosmic Force, okay? Now, according to Madison, the original uh, plot for Ad Astra it was supposed to be a, a mission to bring renegade colonists back to Earth. But after they consulted with Madison Jones, they changed it so it was, you know, someone looking for answers into their father's death, disappearance into space, whatever. Okay? So Madison Jones is suing uh, 20th Century Films and CAA for copyright infringement, okay? He is saying that they sh basically changed their entire plot to uh, match his, and they, um, you know, and they didn't give him any recognition. So, I want to know from you guys, what is, what is Madison Jones going to need to have in place to even move forward with this lawsuit? What does he need to already have in place before he goes and sues 20th Century Films and CAA 
for infringement. What is he going to need to have in place? This is a screenplay. What type of protection protects a screenplay? Mm -mm. I know y'all know this. I know y'all know this. Mm -mm. Okay. Any guesses? What does Madison Jones need to prove? Nope. Since they're 39, not a trademark. Trademarks protect your, uh, your logo, your business name in the marketplace. Not a trademark, Nessie Time. Trademarks represent your goods in the marketplace, right? So McDonald's, when we see the McDonald's logo, that's a trademark. It represents a certain type of fast food. But when we are talking about works of, hey, 76 Green K, but when we are talking about, um, you know, things that we create in our mind, cre uh, um, you know, unique things that we create, when we write things, when we create, when we write songs, when we make art, what type of protection do you need for that? What type of protection protects your intellectual creations, your ideas, the expressions of your ideas? I'm going to give y'all like five more seconds. I th okay, we might need to go over that unit again. But what Mr. Jones is going to need to have is a copyright, right? Mr. Jones, he wrote a screenplay. This is something that he created from his imagination. Thank you, 76 Grim K. Thank you, Nessie Time. He's going to need a copyright um, and a registered one. There is no such thing as a poor man's copyright. At least there is not anymore. In these days and times, if you want to be able to sue for copyright infringement, you are going to need to have a legally registered copyright, okay? All right. Uh, but uh, how many of you guys think Madison Jones has a credible um, has a credible lawsuit here? Now, I have not seen Ad Astra, um, nor have I read Cosmic Force. But do we think it's possible that Fox may have, you know, uh, changed their plot a little? They did meet with Mr. Jones in 2015 and 2016. Or is this a money grab or just, you know, coincidence? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? What do y'all think? All right, um... So I'm not going to leave too much silence because we want the people in podcast land to remain entertained, okay? Um, but I think that, you know, there there might be a possibility. If I don't know if you guys remember, but not too long ago, just a couple of years ago, there was a settlement um, with a, a screenplay writer over the Matrix uh, plot. Uh, she said that the people who did the Matrix, they basically stole her screenplay. And years later, I want to say 10 years later, she won millions of dollars. Nessie Time said, yes, it's possible. I think it's totally possible. Um, if you guys would like to, you know, a little bit of extra credit homework. I mean, I ain't got nothing. I ain't giving you no money or nothing. But, uh, 
you know, you can go check out, see if you can find Madison Jones's Cosmic Force. Uh, you know, give it a once-over, maybe, and then um, go check out Ad Astra. Maybe go to Wikipedia and get some summaries, okay? But um, good luck to Mr. Jones. Uh, I hope you get your money. All right? Okay. Moving on to our next story. Um, since the United said, yep, very conceivable. It's very conceivable. Look, the world is getting a lot smaller, okay? And there's a finite number of ideas in the world. And Hollywood is very scared to take chances. So I don't put it past them to try, you know, and pilfer people's stories, uh, you know, in, in a money, in a money grab. But that's just me. All right. All right. Next story we are talking about. Um, now we are always talking about copyright infringement, this copyright infringement, that, but, um, you know, and we're usually talking about the, the lawsuits being brought. But very rarely do we hear about the consequences that happen to individual people. Hello, Kevin Birch, ex, ex, Kevin Birch, XP Realty? Okay. Hi. Um, yes, uh, but, uh, yes. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, so it's very rare that we hear about the consequences that happen to an individual who is engaging in, uh, you know, infringement, piracy, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, and we have a, an example of that today. Um, so there's a gentleman by the name of Bill Omar Carrasquillo, okay? Um, online, he is known as Omi in a cat. He is a YouTuber. Apparently, he was running um, a website called IPTV um, where he was selling access to, you know, shows and movies and sporting events without authorization and without a license, okay? So, this guy was running basically a pirate website where you pay him money and you can watch, you know, whatever it is you're trying to watch. Um, in October of 2019, the FBI, ladies and gentlemen, not the local police, not the state police, the FBI raided Mr. Carrasquillo's home, all right? And they shut down his website. Not only did they shut down his website, they confiscated $5.2 million out of his bank account, his personal bank account. They also confiscated $1.6 million from his business account, and they also confiscated 57 cars that he had in his, uh, you know, in his possession. These are, these are all being confiscated as, you know, the, the, um, the, the, the products of, of, of criminal activity, right? So basically the government said, look, you're out here doing massive copyright infringement. You are making millions of dollars. We are taking all of your stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Copyright infringement is not a joke. Intellectual property is not a joke. Now, Mr. Carrasquillo, he is saying that he did not do anything wrong and he is trying to get all of his stuff back. But whether or not he did this or not, if the government suspects that you have been, you know, guilty of infringement, yes, you can face federal charges. Intellectual property is federal law. This man had all of his money and all of his cars taken away from him, all right? So, those of you out here who are, you know, uh, making, you know, running your pirate sites, or you're selling your bootleg movies, or you're making your, you know, your fake Chanel-inspired Coco, Coco Chanel, Dior, whatever, there are real consequences to this, okay? They will take your stuff. In some cases, you might even go to jail. It's a federal crime, all right? Okay. So that's all that I wanted to say on that, all right? But, um, but guys, I just want to know from you on this story, just very quickly, do you think it makes sense for the government to seize someone's property who was guilty of infringement? Is that overkill or is that a, you know, an appropriate response? What do you think? What do you think? They took eight They took six They took almost seven million dollars from this man in cash, plus fifty-seven cars. Did the government do too much? What y'all think? What do you think? Hey, hey, what do you think? Um, podcast land. Let me know your thoughts on that as well. If you're watching the replay, I want to know your thoughts. Do you think that the the government, the federal government, should be involved, you know, in confiscating the goods of people who infringe on copyrights? Um, I think when it's at this level, yes, they should. Okay? All right. Uh, before we move on to our next stories... Uh, um, 76 Grimkray said, nope. Nope, the government is not doing too much. Nessie Time said, I need to know what the government does with the people's assets. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes they, you know, they'll hold it. Sometimes they might use it if it's, if it's stolen goods, if they can trace it back to, you know, the originators, I guess they'll pay it back. I have no idea what happens to the assets, girl. None. Maybe they they sell them at I don't know police auctions. Who knows? Um. Anyway, before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you're in the startup phase of your business or you've been in business for a while, but you still haven't gotten, you know, 
your paperwork together. Um, that's what I'm here for, okay? I want you to go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and connect with me today. I want to help you get your articles of incorporation. I want to help you get your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers. I want to help you get your contracts together so that, you know, you're not running after clients and partners for your money. I want to help you secure your brand protection strategy so people don't steal your business ideas and you don't have to go to court and sue them for millions of dollars, all right? So go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, uh, you know, and catch up with your girl today. All right? Okay. Uh, next story. Um, my gamers, 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 uh, give me a video control emoji. Give me the video control emoji. Okay? Um, while you do that, uh, if you have heard of the game Fortnite, Fortnite, whether you've played it or not, if you have heard of the game Fortnite, give me an F. Okay? So if you are, if you play video games, give me a video control emoji. And even if you don't play video games, if you have ever heard of Fortnite, give me an F. Okay. Um, okay. Where, where are my gamers at? I know y'all are here. Anyway, as you do that, um, why am I asking you this, okay? Uh, if you didn't know, the, the name of the company that created Epic Games, they are called, I mean, uh, that created Fortnite is called Epic Games. Thank you, Nessie Time, for the F. So, yes, so the company that makes the Fortnite game, they are called Epic Games. We've actually talked about them before. They had gotten, um, you know, their app taken off of the Apple Store because they didn't want to run Apple their coin. It was a whole big thing. But but Fortnite always seems to be, you know, in the news for something. Um, at this time, they are the ones suing as opposed to being sued. But uh, Epic Games, the people who created Fortnite, they have um, a product called Unreal. U-N-R-E-A-L. It's Unreal Games and Software, right? It's a line of games. It's a line of software. Um, and it's been out for a while. Now, there is um, a Chinese company that has recently come out with, or is about to come out with a pair of augmented reality glasses. If you know what I mean by augmented reality glasses, Please give me a glasses emoji. If you know what I mean by augmented reality glasses, please give me a glasses emoji. If you do not know what I mean, augmented reality glasses, when you put them on, you can see everything that's around you, but there's also this layer of digital stuff that gets installed. So it's kind of like you're walking walking in a video game, but in your environment, okay? That's the best way that I can explain it. Okay, um, so the company, the Chinese company that is making these augmented reality glasses, they are trying to name their glasses N-Real, the letter N-R-E-A-L. Now remember, Epic Games, the company that makes Fortnite, they have their Unreal games and software, right? Now, um, if anybody has played Fortnite they know that it's like a 3D game. I think they do have an interactive portion where you can have, um, I don't know, 
headsets and things like that. Uh, but Un Epic Games is suing the Chinese company because they said Unreal is too close to Unreal and they work in the same field, right? Now, Unreal, the Chinese company, they're saying, look, yes, we both do tech stuff, but our products don't overlap. We're doing augmented reality glasses. You guys are doing games, all right? So they're saying that there is no overlap between them and Epic Games. Meanwhile, Epic Games is saying, yeah, they're not doing glasses now. They're not doing games now, but they plan on doing games in the future. So I want to know from you guys, is there room for the Unreal augmented reality glasses from this Chinese company in the and Unreal, U-N-R-E-A-L, from Epic Games, their games and software line? It could there be a possibility of confusion. If you're looking for things, you know, you're at the, the GameStop or wherever people buy games these days, um, you know, and you pick up something from the Unreal Games and Software, and then on a couple of other shelves, you see Unreal Augmented Reality Glasses. Might you think that those two products are related? Is there a possibility of confusion? What do you think? 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 I think there's totally a possibility of confusion here for you to have, you know, the line of Unreal Games and then augmented reality glasses. Who's to say that Unreal Games isn't also branching out into the augmented reality sphere? And apparently Unreal is planning on developing games of their own. Nessie Time said she would think that there is an association, that there is a possibility of confusion. I totally agree with you. I think that this Chinese company, they were trying to, you know, maybe ride the coattails a little bit of Unreal games because these games are getting more sophisticated. You're get you're you're being able to be you're you're able to be more immersed in your games these days. You have gloves, you have sensor pads, you have, you know, glasses and things like that. So there are all of these tools that can bring you more into your into your video game and who's to say that Unreal isn't going to come out with um, augmented reality glasses of their own. All right. So um, I definitely am on the side of Epic Games here, even though, you know, they be shady on the copyright side and steal dances and stuff. They are totally um, within their rights here to defend their name um, for their Unreal games. Um, this augmented reality glasses company, they're just doing a little bit too much, okay? All right, moving on to our last story of the evening. If you guys live, um, if you're a political junkie, meaning, you know, you're, you follow U.S. politics, particularly, uh, particularly what's going on on Capitol Hill, if you're a political junkie, give me a P in the comments. I used to try and keep, you know, up with what was going on. But when 45 was in office, I was just, I couldn't deal with it. And I just haven't gotten back on the wagon yet. All right. 
But um, if you are a political junkie, give me a P. If you're not, don't worry about it, okay? Or if you live in the, in in D.C. proper, if you live close to Capitol Hill or work on Capitol Hill, give me a P. Why am I asking all these questions? So there is a publication called Punchbowl News, okay? Um, it is a Capital Insider publication, meaning they talk about all of the behind-the-scenes stuff that is happening on Capitol Hill. It's like the page six of politics, right? Um, it is run by three individuals who, uh, you know, worked at the Politico magazine, so they're well-respected journalists, all right? And Punchbowl News is always associated with these three journalists. Um, now, I didn't see any piece, so I'm going to assume that you guys uh, have never heard of Punch, uh, uh, are not political junkies, okay? So now I have another question for you. If you have ever heard of Punchbowl Invitations, Punchbowl Invitations, give me some type of party emoji, some celebratory emoji. Either, you know, somebody blowing a kazoo, the balloon, a gift, a cake, something. Give me some type of party emoji if you have heard of Punchbowl Invitations. I've gotten a couple of Punchbowl imitations. It's the name of the company. They send out uh, invites and greeting cards um, electronically. Okay? Um, dang, I'm, I'm 0 for 2. You guys haven't heard. You guys aren't political junkies and you haven't heard of Punchbowl invites. Okay. That's all right. Just know that Punchbowl News, it is a newspaper for Capitol Hill. And there is also Punchbowl LLC. They do invitations and greeting cards. All right. Uh, Punchbowl invitations, they have been out for a while. Um, they are suing Punchbowl News for trademark infringement. Okay. They are saying that um, Punchbowl News, the name of their newspaper, it is too close to the Punchbowl company, and also the colors that they use are very similar to Punchbowl's uh, logo color, right? Now, just a, just a bit of background information regarding Punchbowl News. The Secret Service code name for Capitol Hill is Punchbowl, okay? So if you are a person who is in the know on Capitol Hill, if you hear Punchbowl News, you're probably going to think Capitol Hill, all right? Now, now that we have these background facts, we've got Punchbowl News started by, you know, people from Politico. It's about, you know, what's happening uh, on Washington, Capitol Hill. Um, Punchbowl is the code name for Capitol Hill. And then on the other side, we have Punchbowl invitations, they do electronic invitations and greeting cards, right? And Punchbowl invitations, they're saying, look, this political magazine, this political newspaper, they're infringing on our trademark, okay? We do invitations and greeting cards, and them naming their newspaper Punchbowl is really causing problems, okay? What do you think the judge in this case said? What do you think the judge in this case said? 
Do you think he said punch bowl is too close? Uh, you know, the, the, do you think he said that the, um, you know, punch bowl news is too close or, you know, it's, it's two, it's two different things. What do you think? One does it. One is a newspaper, a political newspaper. One does invitations and greeting cards. What do you guys think? What do you think? Hey, hey, hey. What do you guys think? Are y'all driving? That's the time I think you're driving. Anyway, um, okay. Well, just for those of you who are watching later, um, the judge agreed with Punchbowl News. The judge said, look, uh, this, this newspaper, in no way, shape, or form are they trying to affiliate themselves with Punchbowl Invitations. They consistently affiliate themselves with the founders of the political newspaper. Anybody who is, and also, this is a local newspaper that is accessible within Capitol Hill. Anybody in that area is most likely understands that Punchbowl refers to Capitol Hill. So they, uh, so they agreed with, with, uh, Punchbowl News and they said, Punchbowl News, go forth and be great. Nessie Time said it's too close. Whoa, hmm, Nessie Time. You may have to, you know, Go take take one up with the judge who made the decision here, right? Um, I personally, uh, I think the judge made the right decision. Punchbowl News is in a totally different arena than the other Punchbowl. Punchbowl News, they are a political newspaper. They do not send invitations. They do not send greeting cards. They operate in the sphere of news. Punchbowl invitations, they do greeting cards. They do invitations. They're more in the entertainment sphere, Okay. Um, uh, so in my opinion, and according to the judge, you know, they're, they're doing two different things. They don't really overlap. So the judge said, no, there's no overlap here. Okay. All right. Um, so those were the stories that I wanted to share with you guys today. You guys were wonderful as usual. We're going to be back tomorrow with more stories. If you want me to, to talk about anything Please, please, please send it to my inbox, guys. You know I love when you send me stories. Make sure that you are booking your one-on-one sessions with me um, so that we can, you know, get you on this road to entrepreneurship, all right? Uh, Make sure that you have downloaded the BizLaunch Cheat Sheet. It's totally free. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and to the podcast all of that is available at linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. It is the only link in my bio on Instagram. It's all over my page on Facebook, okay? I need you guys, I want you, blah, 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 blah. I want you guys to take care of yourselves. All right, have a wonderful evening. Um, be safe. Uh, you know, the, 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 the Greeks are out here. <laughs> all right, have a great night, guys. Bye.